Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of Snake Way, a Dragon Ball Watch podcast. My name is Faden. And I'm Cheery. And today we watched four episodes, so we're going to get right into it. The first one is the Dragon Balls are stolen. Uh-oh. As the adventurers close in on the seventh and final Dragon Ball, Bulma and Oolong argue over what their wish should be. But it might not even matter. It might not even matter. It might not even matter for many reasons. And so Yamcha's following them, as always, <laughs> really closely. And we get, I don't know, it's wild. This is like, what, the sixth episode in a row we get the Oolong shitting his pants joke? Ever, ever since he got the pill, ever since he was drugged, we've had the joke. Basically, every time. At a time. They they argue. That's, that's pretty much it. Bulma, no crash this time. No, no crash. Arguing. Oolong says, hey, we should wish for something all three of us can split. Balma just wants her boyfriend. Yep. <laughs> Not knowing that Goku... there is a cute guy following her very closely. Unaware. Goku just doesn't give a fuck. Goku doesn't care. He could care less about this conversation. Yeah, he he just it doesn't matter to him. We get another look at Pilaf and his another torture device. Which one was this one? The crocodiles. Oh, the crocs. The, hung- the hungry crocodiles yes. in a glass cage. Yes. Very hungry. He's going to count to ten until Mai fixes the Dragon Ball Raider they have. Mm-hmm. Or she gets eaten. Or she gets eaten. Luckily, she distracts him. Well, Yeah. and He's I, bad at counting. He's bad at counting. And the alligators are not happy that he's bad at counting. No. Probably the people alligators so they can hear him counting and know. You know... I have a lot of questions of when an animal is an animal and when an animal is an animal that can talk. Mm -hmm. Because those crocodiles don't seem like the last crocodile we saw who could talk. They seem pretty there. But you can see in their eyes. You can see it in their eyes, but the potential Doberman coming up, they don't have people eyes. (sighs) Those crocs have people eyes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So after a mishap of... Oh, the Dragon Ball we were tracking all this time was the Dragon Ball inside the room. Ha. Ha. They discover, hey, the gang with the rest of the Dragon Balls, they're coming here. And so they ambush them. Mm-hmm. I found... What what was Pilaf's code name? Everyone had a code name. Mai was baby sister. Little sister. He or was big little sister. sister. He was big brother. It was the other guy. She was Big Brother, yeah. Did she? Ha- did he have a code name? Yeah, she was Big Brother. Yeah, Big Brother. I don't know if Pilaf had a code name. Did he? Maybe not. He he probably didn't, didn't have a code it. name. But I think the code name would be Daddy. Sure. I mean, yes. Because I think, as we'll learn over the course of these four episodes, this is this is the relationship. So they have a mishap where uh, <laughs> Shu s- steals the Dragon Balls. Why they cra- like it? What crashed or? They get their first successful heist. Yeah, they get their first successful after heist. After Oolong stops the car in protest over oh, yep. the wish. Yep, yep. And then he shoots a missile at it and then just fucking grabs the Dragon Balls. Yeah. And gets out of there. They steal them, but they don't steal all of them. Not all of them. They're the missing Goku's. Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa Gohan. But Goku <laughs> hunts down Shu's robot. And doesn't realize... With the flying Nimbus. With the flying Nimbus, but doesn't realize that a machine is a machine because nobody has taught Goku anything. Nope. I don't know why 
<laughs> Anyone doesn't teach Goku anything. Someone taught Grandpa taught him what when something's dead, it's fucking frozen. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when he knocked it over, he realized no, it actually is dead. It's dead. But he goes back. Yeah, no, no Dragon Balls. No Dragon Balls besides his own. But yeah, let him know that I still got mine in my pocket. Yep, right here. <laughs> Yamcha comes to help out, give him a car ride. Mm-hmm. Is really bad at acting like, oh, I was just happened to be in the neighborhood. Yep, they don't care. <laughs> so they hop in Yamcha's car, and Balma really lays it on heavy with Yamcha. Yeah, and he's fine with it. He's it's funny, it's just funny. It's like he gets over it pretty quickly. He gets over it pretty quickly, but he also cannot focus whatsoever. He's focused better than Oolong. Yeah, that's Keeping true. Keeping his eye on the road at least. <laughs> um I love the part where she makes him close his close his eyes. Him and Prar. Just so she can check the Dragon Ball thing in secret. For some reason, she's worried about keeping that secret. Yeah, it's weird. Bulma's kind of savvy, though. She knows she shouldn't let other people know outside the group who don't immediately need to know. Yeah. Some kind of. In some ways. She is savvy. Some ways she's savvy. For some odd reason, she's savvy in that moment. (laughs) But yeah, most of the time, she's just stubborn. Yeah. Or like, she's not savvy in all the ways that she literally hears Yamcha talking about what he's going to wish for when he gets the Dragon Balls. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. They show up. Yeah, they show up to Pilaf's castle. They go through the dark, dark corridors filled with nobody. It's very clear that the only, like, sentient soldiers that Pilaf has is just Shu and Mai. Bats. And bats. I guess bats a little bit. Then they dodge, like, a Dark Souls puzzle with traps coming out i mean i guess it's not really super dark souls but the castle's kind of dark soulsy dark yeah the dark souls portion doesn't happen wait what's the first trap the first trap is the wall like oh. like bricks of the wall shoot out yeah to like smash them mm-hmm. but thankfully yamcha and goku are just so strong they can punch through these walls they can punch through bricks bricks very classic martial arts brick breaking yeah Blow up the building a little bit. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. They find a... Uh, arrow. They find a pink arrow on the ground, and then the Jaws music starts playing. hmm Or a legally allowable version of the Jaws music. Dun-dun. That's as much as I can do. <laughs> That's about it, before we get pulled completely. Yeah, and they fall for the pink arrow trap, where they get trapped behind a wall mm-hmm. in a small enclosed area. Impenetrable wall and ceiling. Definitely. Yep. Very impenetrable, super strong, super thick. Nothing can break through it. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Not yet. So yeah, that first episode, kind of a setup for what follows next. Episode 11, The Penalty. It's pinball. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a nice pickle. I wasn't even expecting that. I just, I, I don't know why, I just blanked. Um... Goku, Balma, and the others monetarily escape their prison only to find themselves trapped in a deadly game of pinball where Emperor Pilaf controls all the balls. So it's not really pinball. You don't really control the balls in pinballs. No. (laughs) Also, they don't really escape. They really let out. That is true. (laughs) We get a conversation where Mai points at the screen and says, 
We should check out those people. You can never trust a short person. To both Pilaf and Shu, who are both extremely short. Yep. Pilaf is mad. Shu just looks legitimately hurt. Like there's like a like a sadness in his eyes and he doesn't <laughs> respond. It's it took me out for a second. <laughs> and then Pilaf's like, you never never insult short people in front of us again. <laughs> and they capture Bulma because Bulma refuses to help out. And so a giant claw just grabs her oh out, <laughs> out of the building <laughs> or out of the room. Oh, yeah. She also flips off Pilaf. <laughs> yeah. Double flip off. Double flip off. <laughs> After saying who has the Dragon Balls. Yep. And he's going to give her his, her worst tor- his worst torture he treatment. has. His worst treatment possible. I'm going to give you the treatment. treatment. The treatment. And the torture genius. I was really scared because Oolong's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give her the treatment. And I'm like, <laughs> his ears are perked up. And it's just, I, going through Dragon Ball, I was not, ex- like, I was expecting normal, just shonen horniness throughout this. But it feels a little bit more than I was bargaining for. I mean, this, I mean, did this make the shonen horniness? No, I, I think. This this was common. This was in a lot 80s of bo- horniness. Well, this is com- Yeah, this is an eighties horniness. Maybe that's the difference. This is like horniness is common in boys' media. Like American media was like that too. Japanese media is like that. Like just manifests differently, especially in the eighties. And uh, yeah, Ela blows her a kiss. He doesn't actually kiss her outright, which was kind of what I was afraid was going to happen. Is him physically doing something to her, but instead he just blows a heart at her. And the other two are like, man, we could never deal with this. Yeah, Shu and Mai are absolutely terrified, which my thought is they pretend it's really bad. So, like, he'll be like, all right, this punishment is the treatment. And they're like, oh, God, no, not the treatment, anything but that. Or are they really, or is he actually their daddy in that kind of way? Where they're like, oh, that's, like, forbidden. That's the forbidden. I need to to be punished because i'm so incompetent i hope not or they just don't like affection (laughs) they're broken people all living together all of these are equally likely could be anything yep but uh after bulma insults the treatment she gets put back in the pretty thin ceiling pretty thin ceiling i I would think they would be able to break that ceiling but i guess I guess not. I, I guess it's only just sideways. They can break through stuff. One of my favorite lines is when she asks him where the Dragon Balls. She's like, what if I told you about the ceiling? <laughs> where I just came from. And I don't know. That line really stuck with me. <laughs> She's like, what if it wasn't the ceiling? Like, what if she had it? She dropped it. <laughs> what if? My point's out. Why don't we just, like, gas them and figure it out? Find out. Find out who's has the Dragon Ball. Great plan. It's a good plan. And so they gas them. <laughs> and then Pilos, the idiot, gasses himself and knocks himself out. Yep. So Mai's left alone while Shu escorts Pilaf back to his bedchambers. Mai finds the Dragon Ball, brings it back. I was really hoping in this scene where it's just Mai getting the last Dragon Ball, that she was going to take it and then go take the Dragon Balls and make her wish. That would have been sick. Like, I was like, oh, shit. She took made Shu take them back and she's going to make the wish herself. It's going to be sick. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't trust anyone with infinite no. wishes. Yeah. 
not infinite wishes, but infinite a power wish. One wish. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't trust anyone, even my most trusted. No kids, <laughs> servants. We go back to the gang, and Balma has the classic sleep nose bubble that just pops and wakes her up. I always. I don't know why. I just love that visual <laughs> of just a character. Oh, I'm asleep, and there's a bubble coming out of my nose. That's how you can tell? It's how you can tell they're asleep. Yamcha wakes up by seeing a highly detailed rendered version of Balma's boobs. Like, <laughs> the style changes completely. And it's a, it's almost like a painting. Yeah. It's just like a painting of cleavage. Cleavage. That wakes him up. Almost kills him, I think. He's fine. Once he, By the time he even gets into the castle, he's already given her orders. Like, Yeah. Like, he's basically over it. Yeah. Except in his except when he notices it. My left the door open, so they escape. Mm-hmm. She but didn't leave the door open. But instead they find themselves trapped in Pilaf's pinball machine. <laughs> the wall just like launches them as if it's the uh the, the launcher in a pinball, just to launch the ball. And then they go into a pinball room. Yep, where everything's bouncy. <laughs> except the walls. Kind except of. for the wall. Kind of. Some walls aren't. Other they just have, like, the pinball pegs to bounce off of. And then Pilaf is commanding these pinballs, these giant pinballs, with a keyboard? Not, like, a computer keyboard, but, like, a, a musical piano keyboard. Which he's playing badly. Badly. Purposely badly, yep. I don't know what purposely, but definitely badly. Well, it feels purposeful, especially, like, they have a few hijinks of uh, being chased around by the ball, going up and down, left and right, trying to escape. <laughs> controlling it badly but i don't think he's playing it badly on purpose i think he just can't play the piano he probably can't play the piano you're you're, you're definitely correct he dumb he is you know what? if there's one thing peel off is it's short but if there's another thing it's dumb and they, they manage to escape by hopping off to another area and there's a big gap they they jump over oh they have like a they like go into a domino room Mm-hmm. Where they're jumping on the tops of dominoes as the ball is chasing them. Yep, that's when he's doing the scale thing. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's doing yeah, going through the scales, but really quickly and forcefully. Yeah, <laughs> and they manage to clear, it and they're like, "Ah, safety! We found a curtain." And there's just a big giant round object behind the curtain in shadow. Round shadow. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's like, what's what's behind it? And Oolong's like, I'm just, no, I want my mom. <laughs> this sucks. He knows automatically what's behind us. And they get chased by another pinball until they end up back at square one. And not really a pinball. It's more like an Indiana Jones giant fucking ball yeah it's, it is just the indiana jones boulder but I, these metallic. really remind me of if you any of you who played elden ring <laughs> and gone into those dungeons with a giant ball teleports behind you chasing you around yep, the whole it, goddamn place it's just that and you're hiding the side vents <laughs> so you're fucked up after getting recaptured goku tries has to try out the kamehameha wave or kamehameha because he's going to make this wish yeah peel off's about to make the wish He's going to do it. He has to go outside. He has to line things up, do a little mm-hmm. speech, stare at the balls for a bit. Yeah. Really build that tension. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then Prower and Oolong turn into bats. Crawl through the hole. Crawl through the hole. And they're going to try to save the day. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to episode 12. Here we are. 
A wish to the eternal dragon. A wish. Only one a year. Only one. We find out. Pilaf demands revenge for his wasted wish. So he puts Oolong and company in a room designed to cook them alive. There's no way out unless Goku can release the beast within. The dragon gets a big, big, big intro. What's the dragon's name again? Shenron. Shenron. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to say Shinra, but that's just me being Final Fantasy VII poisoned for some reason. And not knowing things. (laughs) But yeah, Shenron. Big ass dragon. Mm -hmm. From the core of the earth? Living in the core of the earth. He lives in the core of the earth and gets summoned out of it. Mm -hmm. It's a good place to live. That's sick. I love finding out these extra details I just maybe never remembered or never knew. Mm -hmm. They just never say again? Yeah. And uh, we get a shot of Prow and Oolong flying. And very confusingly, (laughs) Oolong is naked and does not have wings. He was a bat that did not have this issue previously in the last episode when he's flying. Wait, he doesn't have wings? He doesn't have wings. He's holding on the prower with his arms. It's a weird shot. I'm like, what is happening? I I heard you say that, and I'm like, I thought I saw wings. Mm -mm. I didn't see wings. I was really confused when you saw that. I was like, said that. I was like, he does have wings. I thought you were talking about clothes. He doesn't have clothes or no, wings. He doesn't have clothes. He never had clothes. Well, he never had he clothes when he turned into a bat, but he also didn't have his dick out. He for did. Some... Oh, he did? It was quick. I just but he was behind Prowl. Oh, why? There is. Because Prowl is a woman, so she doesn't have dick. Oh. <laughs> this is. Also, why does Prowl turn to a bat? She can already fly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Anyways. <laughs> Maybe Prowl can't fly at night. Oh, it's I, not nighttime. It is nighttime. It gets it's, it gets dark because of the, oh no because of the, because of the clouds. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it gets dark because of the clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shenron, I love when he says, uh, "Like I'll grant you a wish, but beware." <laughs> it will come true. Well, it tell will, me your tell oh, me your wish. Tell me your wish, but beware for it will come true. Yeah, I mean, it's sick a good warning. warning. Yeah, <laughs> sick line. <laughs> I love mysterious. I love wish granting. Just things. It's always so good. Yeah, the monkey's paw or the genie's lamp. They're great stories. Uh, Goku keeps blasting holes with his Kamehameha wave. Trying. Trying. Getting hungrier. And uh, Pilaf is about to wish to be the supreme ruler of the world. Mm-hmm. And he says the world. And Oolong jumps out and says he well, wishes supreme. Supreme. And I was really hoping he'd just get a Supreme Hoodie right then. Supreme Hoodie. Instead, he wishes for the world's most... Supremely soft. Supremely soft underwear? Pair of underwear, yeah. Yep. (laughs) And out comes... That's Bulma's underwear, right? So it's really interesting. I wonder what he says in the Japanese version. I think he wishes for Bulma's panties. Because, yeah. It is interesting that that's how the dragon interpreted his wish. He knew what he wanted. Right. And this one came with no drawbacks. That's a monkey's paw wish. Free of drawbacks. Just real soft pair of panties. Chill on your head. <laughs> so after Oolong wishes for the panties, he, 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 he puts them on his head? Yep. He he wears them like a helmet? Like, like a, a hat? Crown. Yeah, he has a crown of panties. He's the supreme ruler of the softest panties. Mm-hmm. And Pilaf's pissed. So he orders... The- 
to them to all die. To be eliminated. Ex- I think he says exterminate. 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 Which. That's a reference. Gotta be. Ain't no way. Do you know what that's a of reference? Of course. It's Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. I unfortunately know that. Whatever the. Balex? Galex? Die. Dilex? Dilex, yeah. Die, die something. The robot things? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, yeah, we'll just say robot things. <laughs> I do not care about Doctor Who enough to find out whatever the fuck they actually are. And, uh, yeah, the English dub really loves to make these sort of references. We skipped over it because it was a really bad one, but they made a reference to Airplane. Because Mai said something like, surely you can use the gas. And he's like, don't call me Shirley. And I just sat there. I was like, oh. oh. But I guess it's the 80s. But so it hit in the 80s. <laughs> it probably hit in the 80s. <laughs> Even though that's not an 80s movie, but it that would be an 80s thing to reference. And so, yeah, they get, they get chased around for a bit. And Shu calls the dog police. Mm-hmm. Dog police. And I was very confused. For many reasons. I thought they'd just be like shoes as like little police dogs for a second or robot dogs. I thought they'd be robot dogs. Could be robot dogs. I mean, they look just like Dobermans. But it's the obedience classes. Yeah. So this must be the obedience class part where he's doing the Doberman trading and the gang fights a whole bunch of dogs mm-hmm. for like the next like seven minutes. It's a long sequence of them running and punching the crap out of these dogs. Goku. Very tired. Is very hungry after doing all the Kamehameha waves. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> Yamcha uses Goku as a as a bludgeoning weapon. I, I mean, more like a vanguard. He just throws him out front and says, get True. some food. True, he does throw him out front first. <laughs> and then Goku imagines the dogs as food, which I thought he was going to eat one of them. It's big chomp. Just like a fucking... Wario move. <laughs> Just like Kirby's them. And <laughs> he doesn't. Instead, he just beats the crap out of them. But he eventually gets too tired. And all the gang all meets back up. And then Yamcha uses them as a bludgeoning weapon <laughs> for a little bit. I don't remember that, but... I thought he did. I thought he, like, used him to beat some of the uh, people with. Dogs? Dogs with. Not the people. <laughs> eventually, they get to the main room. Where they see the feast on the table. They do see a feast. And they don't eat. have yeah. Goku eat the Goku feast. Goku does not eat the feast. Goku does not eat the feast. Big big L right there. Yep. Could have saved them a lot of issues. Yep. But they eventually get ambushed again by Shu and Mai. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, for a bunch of idiots, they keep doing a decent job. They're outnumbered, technically. Except for the dog part. Outgunned. Because they don't have suit powers. Shu has a fucking katana. Mai has an Uzi. Uzi? Katana? <laughs> I love it when she shoots the Uzi at everyone. And it's just doing burst rounds. Not hitting anybody. Not hitting anybody. Of course not. No, of well, course I mean, not. Goku can get hit. Goku can get hit. Go- I was wondering, watching him sit there, I'm like, do you think he can block bullets if he's on an empty stomach? I don't think so. I think he's flesh weak, too. Maybe. That just makes sense. I don't know why, but that just makes logical sense to me. And yeah, they're captured again for the third time. <laughs> and they're put in a weird room with a glass ceiling. Yep. And the intention is to cook them alive. Cook them alive in the sun. 
it's, it's kind of grim. Yep. It's a fucked up way to kill someone. Yep. <laughs> However, uh, it's a full moon tonight and Prower, just Prower. I always say Prower, pro, I get in my head. Poor. 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 Poor demonstrates that she can fly. So don't know why she needed to be turned into a bat. Looks up the moon, just ah, love the moon, love the moon. Gonna take it, take it, take a look in it now before I die. Basically, <laughs> yep. One last good look, entrancing, what? entrancing. And then Goku recounts the tale of, oh yeah, there's a terrible monster that comes out at night on a full moon, and that's when something clicks in place for me. I was like, oh fuck, that's right. He turns into a monkey. He turns into a big monkey. The full moon's not good for them. <laughs> well. Depending on the circumstance. I guess it is in this situation. Uh, because, yeah. Bulma's like, oh, fuck. Goku turned into a monkey. And Goku's recounting, hey, my grandpa was killed by that monster, he too. Said, that doesn't exist. And then they're like, no, it killed my grandpa, actually. Yeah. It trampled him. Yeah, it trampled my grandpa. To death. <laughs> Goku, did you did you happen to see the full moon on the night of your grandpa's death? Well, yeah, before bed. <laughs> <laughs> One quick look before I went to sleep. Oh. But he always has weird things. Like, don't look at the full moon. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Bulma points and says, it's right above you, Goku. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. And he looks. Because, of course, you're pointing, Bulma. I feel like you've learned nothing in this but journey. It's a great scene, honestly, where they're like, yeah. oh, no, better not let him look at it. And then immediately it cuts to Bulma's finger pointing <laughs> right over Goku's head directly at the moon. And then it's just like, Goku's like, huh? Huh? And turns around. And he gets he, he gets changed into Monkey Man. Big Monkey. Big Monkey Man. Big Monkey. And yeah, that brings us into episode 13, The Legend of Goku. The Emperor may have captured Goku's human form, but once the little man takes a look at the moon, nothing, except maybe, a pair of scissors can stop him. Spoilers. Yeah, these summaries <laughs> have really just taken the saying what, what happens, which, which is interesting. I, I appreciate that. It does my job better. So Goku destroys the shit out of Pilaf's castle. Mm-hmm. Like a little kid in the sandcastle. He Donkey Kong punches a tower where yep. he winds up his fist and then punches straight ahead. Big old uppercut. Bigger uppercut, yeah. Pilaf was dreaming that he was a bee about to sting an angry man. This will become relevant later. Mm-hmm. What we see him when he when we get that line, we also get the revelation of Shu and Oh yeah. And my my sleep with the Emperor in the same room. In separate beds. Yeah, they all have separate beds, but they're in the same room. He has a big fancy bed, and they have, like, two full beds. Yep. And it just makes me think, well, this is just an abusive family. This is what this is. And Emperor Pilaf is the father. He's definitely not... The daddy. The daddy. He's definitely not an emperor of anything but those two. And some dogs and a castle. And some dogs and Mm, a castle. A lot of mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms and some robots. Okay, I've solved it. I've solved it. He is living mushroom sentience, and he's like spored those two, which is why they live. Listen to him and listen to everything he says. So he just he controls them with his spores. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) He lives in Mushroom Town. He does live in Mushroom Town. 
He's Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> they all escape their prison, Bulma, Yamcha, and Prower and Oolong. After not being trampled. After not being trampled, Barely. thank God. <laughs> I, I've been noticing Bulma is more comfortable yelling at Yamcha more. And Yamcha's kind of comfortable yelling a bit back. Yep. Like, come on, get going. Yeah. And Bulma's like, hey, stop yelling at me. And yeah. I'm like, damn, these two. <laughs> these two crazy kids. She's like, you gotta keep up. <laughs> the uh, Pilaf and the gang run to start a plane because there's a giant monkey and somebody has to get into a plane. Yep. <laughs> classic. Classic giant monkey gotta get in the plane. Fly around. Fly around. They'll also do another classic monkey trope later. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they at first run away. They per- wisely. Wisely run away. And then Pilaf thinks... No, fuck this monkey. I'm going to kill this guy. He ruined my castle. Fucking up my castle. Yeah. And and they look like they kill him. They shoot a missile at him. Yeah, but he falls over dead? Dead? <laughs> Better get out of the ship and find out. Go fucking taunt him. Yeah. Jump on his tail. Yeah, they mess up on that part. <laughs> Goku wakes back up. And they fly away. But he throws a tower at them. <laughs> Big old launch. Big old launch. Clips their wing. And the tower goes towards Yamcha and the crew retreating. Yep. Lands on Bulma. Not really. But it does? Kinda. It pins her. It pins her. We don't see it land on her, but it for sure pins her. She's underneath a tower. Underneath a tower. And Yamcha, like a badass. Holy shit, Yamcha. Runs off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> realizes they're missing someone yep yeah they all run off but they don't realize they're missing Bulma Bulma's think, like hey I think Oolong is the one who realizes oh yeah they Bulma. don't have Bulma they don't got Bulma and yeah they go to rescue Bulma and Yamcha fucking just lifts this heavy ass he tower. lifts a piece of a tower I off mean, her I mean he's strong he's so strong it's wild to think about that Yamcha in this universe it seems like his Maybe the third or fourth strongest right now at a, at this moment because there's Roshi, the Ox King, Goku, Chi-Chi. and then Yamcha. I'm probably putting Chichi over. My, no, no, he did just beat the shit. He did knock her out. He did knock her out in one punch she's, and dodged the laser. He's techno. She's technologically strong. Okay. Yeah, I can I can buy that. I can buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 the, they remember. Hey. Goku's weakness is his tail. Yamcha's gonna save the fucking day because Goku's charging them. He's running up, smacking his chest, ready to go after them. I bet Boba doesn't know this weakness. Chi-Chi was the one who found out this weakness. Yep, Chi-Chi found out and Yamcha watched. Mm -hmm. And now Yamcha's gonna put it to good use. He punches a whole bunch of bricks. The tower. The remembrance of the tower. The remains of the tower. He punches bricks off of it and transforms a brick... Into a scimitar. Yep. And tries to cut off Goku's tail with it. Doesn't work. At all. He can go through all that work. when Then you just later on. Yeah. He does all that work. Goes, yeah. And then it, it just fails. Jumps on the tail. Jumps on the tail. Grabs it. Goku starts the weekend. Oolong helps out. And, and yeah, everyone prop. jumps on. Everyone jumps on. Bulma is at this point been taken though. 
Yep, she's been picked up by her shirt, about to be eaten. Yeah, and she like, looked up a little bit by Goku. Oh, first she screams and just passes out. Yeah, and then she gets awakened because Goku's not eating her at first. He's just like licking her like a lollipop. Yep, for some reason, <laughs> it looks like he's about to eat her, and then he's like, <laughs> like fucking Rohan, cushy bit. Oh, you're thinking of Kakuin? No, I'm thinking of Rohan. He eats the spider. Oh, fuck. There's too much tongue weirdness <laughs> in JoJo. Yeah, too much tongue weirdness. I, I don't like Goku licking Bulma. <laughs> Not monkey Goku. It, it's very... Yeah. So going through all the... Actually going through all the work of turning a brick into a sword, he's like, oh, wait, why don't you just become a giant pair of scissors and yeah. cut them in half? Prowl becomes scissors and cuts off the tail, and bam, problem solved. Not how I expected... The tail to go. I, yeah, I was like, I know Goku doesn't have a tail, but I don't know why he doesn't have a tail. And I just thought that this would be a beat in the future. Way in the future. I wasn't expecting it on episode 13. Or just like we'd, that that monkey belt would come back. Like we wouldn't, this this wouldn't be the end of it. Like I don't think this is the end of it. This isn't the end of monkey. Because we do know monkey happens in the future based on our. I know the monkey happens in the future, but yeah. now I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going to happen. Because once you cut off a tail, it's no more monkey. That's yep. what we were told. That's, that's one thing I know I've been told. See, this is this is, this is is what's so great, because I have this vague memory, too. A monkey will show up, but it doesn't mean it's the same monkey. No, it, yeah, could, it could be someone else. It could be so many people. But for now, Goku's just a sleepy boy. <laughs> yeah, so next time, Prowl, turn into a sword. And yeah. then you just had time to cut it. Yeah, why doesn't Yamcha just also, wield Prowl? Didn't Yamcha have a sword? When he fought Goku, he had he a sword. He did have a sword. Yep. Yep. He did. <laughs> Maybe it was in his car. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't wear it with him everywhere. I think they just want to be a martial artist, I guess. And they're like, you know, chop a sword. <laughs> Until we just see a punch of rock. Yeah. Get a sword. So peel off in the gang. It's the morning now. They come back. And Pilaf recounts a, a, a wise, wise idiom adage or whatever that his grandpa Pilaf told him: "Get revenge, and then you can cry." <laughs> Don't and cry then before he, you get revenge. He hands Shu and my guns. Yep, and tells them, "Hey, go kill those kids. Go kill them kids. Go kill them kids. I'm just gonna run the other way." And they're just like, "Hey, wait, no, we're gonna come with you." Because, of course, they're not going to kill those kids. What? Not with guns. They already tried they guns. Tr- so many times. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to tell Goku the truth of what happened because they don't want Goku to feel bad for killing his grandpa. Yep. I kind of get it. But you also got to tell this kid something about his life. Yeah. Like, throughout this entire series so far, nobody tells Goku anything. <laughs> at all. No one decides to take the educate action on Goku. No, they all just kind of ignore him and hope he isn't a problem. Luckily, he's about to get a very good and great educator, right? Very soon. He'll teach him all the ways of the world. Oh, yep. So Goku, Bulma, Yamcha, Prao, and Oolong all learn, hey, it'll be a year before the Dragon Balls can even be found again. Mm-hmm. And they're they're scattered all across the earth. Let's come back in a year. And well, before this, there's a really relevant thing that two people get their wish granted. Right. So Oolong mentions, hey, do we come back in a year? And then Yamcha's like, 
a whole year. I have to wait a whole year before I can talk to girls. And mom was like, a whole year for a boyfriend. And they look at each other. For the first time. For the first time, they actually look at each other. They actually hear each other's wishes. Yeah. (laughs) And then they start dancing like idiots. Dancing like idiots. Idiots in love. Idiots in love. And it finally happened. Yamcha finally found her. Oh, wait. (laughs) Bulma finally found her perfect boyfriend. And Yamcha can talk to girls. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's really funny when Goku's like, but we all have to come back in a year. And Bulma's like, Oh Goku, we already got two two of us already got our wish, he he. Why would we fucking come back and see you, idiot? Yeah, basically like <laughs> come back for Goku, maybe? Maybe he wants to say hi to you. But he does give her he does she does give him a great parting gift. She yep, she does give him the Dragon Ball Scouter so he can find his grandpa's Dragon Ball in a year. Yep. And he well when what's Goku gonna go to? And Goku, man, he's gonna go training. He's going to go training. <laughs> and he's going to be and Oolong's going to go become a city pig? Yeah, he's going to hang out with them. I think he he really wants to bang Bulma, and I think he also sees the writing that everyone probably sees on the wall that these kids aren't going to last. Nope. <laughs> they ain't lasting. Because clearly Oolong and Bulma are destined for each other. That's what the show is setting up, right? When that wish is finally granted. Yeah, it'll just be <laughs> Shenron will just point to Oolong. The perfect boyfriend has been right here. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely happen. And he'll say, piggy, 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 <laughs> piggy. How long does that last? Is it eternity? Yeah, it's permanent. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> like, it could just happen for any reason. Yeah. That's not, like, an uncommon term for a kid a pig. walking down the street in the city be like, oh, because a piggy, piggy, piggy. <laughs> that would be rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, big boy. So Yamcha throws out a sick plane. Hell yeah. A familiar sick plane. Yeah, the plane we see in the opening every episode. Oh, and Goku doesn't have any clothes. Goku doesn't have any clothes, so he's wearing oolong suspenders. Yep. And overalls. Yep. <laughs> and he think and Oolong thinks it's a good big improvement. Big improvement. Oolong's like, yeah, kid, this is the look. You look like an Italian gangster from a movie. He looks like Mario. He looks like Mario, yeah. <laughs> His proportions are kind of Mario-esque. Goku's proportions are Mario-esque. You are right. <laughs> and yeah, that's the Goku flies off in the flying Nimbus, and the gang flies off to the city. Mm-hmm. So how how do we feel about these last four batch of episodes of this saga, of the Emperor Pilaf saga? These were good. I like these a lot. I was surprised by the wish. Um, <laughs> good to see the Kamehameha come out. Yeah, I, I yep. I I loved I love seeing the monkey, the big monkey, monkey Goku, big monkey. We got to see some King Kong type scenes. Those were fun. Yep, fucking up the whole fucking castle. I I, I do like how um the capra of the final episode is Goku is happy that he got to experience this. He's just out here having fun. Yeah, he's having a great time with his adventures. (laughs) Literally, this is such a pure distillation for what this type of show and manga could be. It's just about having fun adventures with your friends. He's like, man, who thought life could be so fun? I was just 
living in the woods for a long time. <laughs> I didn't even know what a girl was at the start of the season. Nope. <laughs> I've had awesome adventures. I'm going to fuck about no wishes. <laughs> fuck them, Grandpa. <laughs> I do care about getting stronger, though, because there's someone I yeah. couldn't punch through that wall. He couldn't beat up a castle, so he wants to get stronger. And there was a guy who could beat up the castle. There was he, a guy. With no effort. Yeah, that's true. He he really wants to meet the guy who could beat up the castle. Well, he at least wants to be stronger than him. Yeah. Oh, my God. He doesn't really care about meeting him, but he, he doesn't care. Strong. You're right. He wants to be stronger. Yeah. I think this is the first time we ever get a Goku. I want to be stronger yeah. than X person. I need to be stronger. Yeah. This is, this is where his obsession starts. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, me. Thanks, Bulma. <laughs> yeah, but if it wasn't for Bulma and them, he wouldn't want to get stronger. Nope. He'd be like, oh, shit. This is this is thanks for cutting off my tail. This is why it's important to. Oh yeah, he can't balance without his tail. He can't balance without his tail. It's like he's falling over. Great gag. Eat shit. I was hoping he was gonna fall off the Nimbus at first. That'd be funny. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. So yeah. Um. For next time, we are going to watch Goku's rival. Oh fuck yeah, Goku's rival. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, look out for l- launch. Find that stone. So yeah, Cherry, do you have anything to promote? <laughs> I was listening for another episode. I don't got nothing to promote. <laughs> cool. I still have my game club podcast, Club Flashpoint. We're playing Kingdom Hearts 2 still, maybe. Woo! Hopefully. Dale's maybe suffering, which is going to be amazing. And until next time... Go, go, Dragon Ball! <laughs> go, go, Dragon Ball! Fires of time, the only that you should leave. And all seven balls you find, the dragon is set free. Rising, rising, that's my rising, unbridled ecstasy. Radiant and shining, hidden somewhere in the field. Luminous and blinding, with your desires revealed.